Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 3PL Summit. I'm Anthony Smith, Chief Economist here at FreightWaves, and it is an honor to have on our next guest for this fireside chat. It is, of course, Peter Reichler, CEO of Metaphora, and I'm excited for this conversation. Peter, thanks for joining us today. Of course, Anthony. Happy to have me on and, and always an honor to share the stage with you. So, Peter, it's always great to get to chat with you because, of course, I think we have pretty similar backgrounds coming up um, early on in our careers from the consulting aspect. And we get to see the pros and the cons of it. But really, uh, we get to see and focus in on what we really enjoyed and what we're passionate about with helping our clients. So one of the big ones is, of course, moving on from legacy technology. There's just so many uh, I think cons in legacy technology that can really be blockages and, and and hinder growth. Can you talk to just at the headline items? We're looking at um, you know legacy technologies. What are going to be some of the key things that we have to look at first? Yeah, of course. And you know we we've talked a lot about um, how technology can be either a detractor or a significant value driver for three PLs and and really for logistics companies as a whole. Um, you know, and, and and one of the things that um, that we see is that a lot of companies invest heavily in technology once, and then you know, hey, we bought this TMS ten years ago, and now we're just con- continuing to add on to it, and so they get caught up in kind of the sunk cost fallacy and lose sight really of all of these these growth blockers that are um, that are getting in their way and preventing their business from growing. Um, the first one that we always talk about um, is just the cost of maintaining legacy systems. Um, CIO report, CIO uh, magazine did a did a survey um, back in 2019, and and um, more more than half of the CIOs responded that they spend between 40 to 60 percent of their time, money, resources managing legacy IT. Um, which is time that that really could be spent towards growth focused digital strategies. Um, and then the other thing is that it, it becomes very expensive to find, uh, maintain, and train talent. It's a lot more expensive to train new employees on on older legacy technologies. It can be expensive to find um, to find technologists um, and and IT uh, team members that that have experience with the legacy technologies that you're working on. So, um, you know, the cost in and of itself is, is, can be a huge blocker behind, um, you know, why folks are stuck on, on legacy tech. And then Peter, that hits home for me. I, I can recall back when I was, uh, just starting out in my economist field and we were working on a platform and I Googled all I could to find out more information on how to utilize this program, but there was nothing but a user manual. And I kid you not, it referred to computers as terminals. And this thing was in print in the 70s and 80s. So <laughs> I definitely get it. It definitely blocked a lot of new talent coming in. But the other big aspect around it is being able to scale and grow on that, right? Of course. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting over here laughing about, about your anecdotal experience because I've, I've experienced it myself. And, and the reality is, you know, many, many legacy 3PLs are still working um, with mainframes or they're working with green screens or they're working with very old coding uh, languages and system architectures. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's really kind of the other, the other, the other kind of category, if you will, of, of, of blockers where, where legacy tech is, is costing your business is, is really around kind of 
all of the missed opportunities that new technology has brought. Um, and over the last really three, five, 10 years, we've seen tremendous development in technology. Um, and, and a couple of, a couple of the areas that we really like to hit on are one kind of the benefits associated with using, cl- with using cloud-based technologies, reliability, scalability, having redundancy in place in case the systems go down and not having to scramble to get them back up. The second one we talk about a lot is automation. A lot of new technology is really built around enabling automation that can, that can elevate an entire workflow and ultimately redirect employee bandwidth towards, towards tasks of higher value. Um, you know, the other, the other couple that we'll talk about are that we like to talk about in terms of opportunity cost are one kind of flexibility to enable, um, that new service lines with technology. I mean, at, Every every 3PL that we're talking to is is at least interested in some point in the next couple of years of growing into a new service offering. Hey, we currently do truckload, but we want to move into LTL or we want to move into managed transportation, but we can't because the TMS that we're using only supports transactional truckload brokerage um, and we can't move into managed transportation. Um, really that, uh, I mean... T- technology will be a part of any new service offering that you have. And so these, these legacy systems um, can really drag you down there, especially because one of the things that we've seen is that a lot of legacy tech is really good at one thing and, and pretty bad at, at five or six things. Um, there, isn't, there, there aren't really very many kind of older technologies that are great, uh, that are multifaceted, even if they claim to be. Um, and then the, you know, the, the last one, uh, the 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 last one that we like to talk about is around kind of adaptability to customers' needs. Um, this is really flexibility to meet the needs of customers. Um, you know, we've been talking about this for years about how I fundamentally believe that the that that in a in a in a world of compressing margins um, and lots of lots of three PL and transportation options. Um, the three PLs that, that can that can rapidly adapt their business process, their technology to work with their customers are going to be the ones that win. Those that can integrate quickly, those that can that can adapt to their operations, that can give their customers the data that they need. I mean, those are all um, capabilities that are that are really inhibited by legacy tech and are enabled by kind of the, the next generation of technology that we see out on the market. And Peter, I think, I mean, a lot of the points that you're highlighting here is also kind of similar to, I think, you know, one of the aspects that I really value from Metaphor. It's not like a one size fits all. You guys really do a great job of being able to adapt to what it is that your client might need. And I think you guys take that to next level when you go in-house and try to help uh, and partner with some of these companies here. And and going forward, I mean, when you're looking at, okay, you realize you have a problem, you realize, okay, where maybe we're stuck in the past and but but you have to assess the situation. So what does that path forward look like? Yeah, of course. Um, and and for what it's worth, I you know I appreciate the the compliment. And, and and it's it's just funny that you mentioned kind of the there's no one size fits all because one of the questions we get all the time is, hey, what's the best TMS? The reality is there is no one best TMS. Um, there are lots of TMSs for different sizes of businesses for different capabilities. There are lots of technologies that fit all sorts of different capabilities um, and, and businesses. And it depends on on the vision for your business, how big you want it to be, um, and 
and really kind of, and so really the, the first step is, 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 is assessment. We, we talk a lot. We like to say kind of the, you are here dot, right? We need to start with where are we right now, which includes both assessing the, the technical capabilities and, and the actual systems that are in place, but also evaluating the business, the organization, what, what service offerings they have, what customers they've worked with, and then really try to think about um, kind of where the business wants to go. That's something that gets, that gets lost so much is, is, okay, here's where we are and here's where we want to be in the next 12 months. Well, okay, what do you want to do in the next three years? What do you want to do in the next five years? Because those things all dramatically impact um, the, the new, the next generation technology that you implement. Um, and, and, you know, this entire, this isn't meant to be, a, 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 a three or six or 12 month process from our perspective, we, we think that the assessment phase should really take, you know, two to two to six weeks, depending on how big the business is and how many, how many departments, business units, service lives they have, how many employees they have, so on and so forth. And then Peter, of course, you, you make that assessment. Um, you, like you said, there's no one size fits all you find out. You are here. And now the, the tough part is you know where you are, you know where you have to go. Now I'm guessing the next thing is, is making that plan of how do I get there? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And and it's really, you know, you start with an assessment because you need to know where you're starting and 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 then kind of the vision. Um, and then pl- planning is really around how do you take the vision and break it down into smaller pieces. What does success look like for the business? What are, what are, and then, and then really kind of designing what are the workflows for the business? What are the different processes? Um, and where are there issues in the current process? Or where is there maybe a current process that was defined because of limitations from the, from the existing legacy technology, as opposed to, hey, this is really what our ideal sales process would look like. Let's find technology that supports that or meets or, or meets that need. Um, and then, and then really what you do is you, you break those down into, into kind of initiatives and then you, you put it on a project plan, um, and, and kind of roadmap out, uh, you know, what the different steps are and the stages are. Cause at this point you have a pretty good understanding of, you've got a great understanding of the current state of where you want to go. And then, and then you break it up into pieces and actions to get there. And then Peter, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, there's just so much value. And I know from, you know, personal growth of being able to navigate, you know, professionally, it's always helpful to have, you know, a partner or a mentor that can kind of say, hey, you know what? I was where you were five years ago, 10 years ago. This is the best way to navigate that. And I think that's where some of the insights come from of being able to partner with someone, you know, okay, whether it's better to build versus buy or really how to execute the plan. Can you talk real quick? And in this conversation on really being able to decipher when it's the best time to, I guess, build something or make a purchase to just get you to that next level. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 one of the the kind of that's the crux of, of a lot of the challenges we work with our clients on. And it's it's one of the benefits that we have for only working in this industry um, is that we, we have a lot of transportation, logistics, 3PL experience. Um and we also have a pretty good understanding of what products and technologies are available on the market. Um, you know, one of the things, one of our catchphrases or, or mantras is you should really be, you should really be, um, 
buying non-differentiating technology and then building technology that differentiates your business. Um, one of the, I mean, we've gone into clients where they're like, oh yeah, here's the accounting system that we built. And it's like, okay, there are lots of great accounting systems out there. Um, and I understand maybe there's something very complex about your business, but for 99.9% of 3PLs in our experience, they don't need a, a, a custom built accounting, accounting system. There, there are plenty of great options that they could buy. Um, but, but, but then it turns into, well, how well do you configure it? And then can you buy something that you can then maybe build some enhancements or components on top of that solve the unique problems for your business? Um, and that's ultimately kind of the framework that we apply um, when, when looking at buy versus build decisions is, is really around how differentiated is your process? Is there an opportunity for this to be something that, dip, that, that is a differentiator for your business? Um, and then, and then ultimately kind of what products are, are, are available out on the market. And if, and if there's something that meets 80% of your needs, it, is that good enough so that you can focus on, can, so you can focus on maybe building some technology where there's, there's nothing on the market that, that meets the needs. Peter, um, amazing insights, this entire chat and like many of the other fireside chats, there could be a part two and part three and part four for this one as well. But thank you so much for your time today. And thank you so much for the conversation. Thanks a ton for having me on, Anthony. Always, uh, always a joy. And, and as often with our conversations, we could have hours and hours about the topic. Um, feel free to reach out to me, metaphora.net. My email is on there. You can find us on LinkedIn. Um, as you can probably tell, I love geeking out about this topic and, and happy to talk to anyone who may think that we could be helpful. Thanks again. Awesome. Thank you, Peter. And thank you all so much for tuning in. And there's plenty more content coming up. Stay tuned.